Hey, how you doing? Good morning to you. Good evening to you. Good afternoon, whatever time of day it may be when you are tuned in to the FBTV podcast. My name is Mike. I'm your host. Wednesdays and Saturdays, that's when we get together for half hour, 45 minutes, whatever. Talk about things transportation related as well as things that have nothing to do with transportation. <laughs> I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. We'll talk more about that later on, but glad you tuned in. Saturday mornings, don't forget, it's the uh, Saturday morning FBTV video podcast live streamed on YouTube. We do it every Saturday morning at 9. Now, last Saturday was a little bit different, but Saturdays are generally reserved for Q&As. Your questions, we'll answer your questions here on the podcast. And you can watch if you're up as we live stream it, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. And, and, and I'll just be honest with you, it's going to be most Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Uh, as far as the live stream goes, we'll have a podcast up every Saturday. Uh, the problem is with the live stream on Saturday, as we get deeper into warmer weather, is, well, fishing. Hmm. <laughs> Might be at the lake on those Saturday mornings, but uh, in the meantime, we will be here. Now, it's holiday week. It's a good Friday. It's uh, Easter weekend. Big plans? I was talking to somebody yesterday. I thought, man, oh man, I... Uh, I got a turkey in the freezer, left over from the holidays. Thought, man, I should have should have got that out and got it ready to put it on a smoker. Too late now, though. But it would have been good for a uh, Easter Sunday dinner. But it is what it is. I uh, smoked. I did a lot of barbecue last weekend. And well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, weekend before last, my wife, she wanted to get out, and uh, she brought up the idea of, hey, let's go to Tulsa. Let's go to the Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you're not going to see me go, nah, I don't think so, honey. You know, I was, I was in the showers. Let's go. Anyway, uh, in, in Tulsa, right next to the Bass Pro, I, I think it's actually Broken Arrow. All right. But right next to the Bass Pro Shop. There is a barbecue joint, and it is good barbecue. And I think it's Joe's. I think that's what they call it. I just know where it is. Anyway, they got this uh, twofer platter. No, it's it's for two people. Man, you got smoked bologna, you got ribs, you got uh, brisket, you got pulled pork, you got smoked sausage. And sides, whatever side orders you want, and uh, it just you know, yeah, and I think it's like twenty-seven bucks, and you can't beat it, you know. So you know, we get that pretty much when we go out there. And we got that the other day, and and man, it was good. And that 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 would be uh, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. So this past weekend. I was going to smoke ribs on Sunday, which I did, but it, what it was all week last week, I was sitting there thinking about that barbecue plate, you know, those meats. I thought, man, it'd be good to have some of that smoked sausage or brisket or whatever. So I put the ribs on Sunday and, uh, or was it Saturday? It was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. 
put the ribs on Saturday, mainly because I was still craving that barbecue. Put on two racks of baby racks, baby backs. And as they were cooking, I was thinking about that smoked bologna and that smoked sausage. Man, I had to go get some, so I went and got, got that, put that on the smoker. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was a feast. Matter of fact, I had to, had to throw it away because, man, every day I was going up about a pound or two. Because I was just, and <laughs> I think I'd be better off whenever I get a craving like that. Just drive to Broken, Broken Arrow, find Joe's, and uh, spend 27 bucks. <laughs> Boy, it was good. But I do like to, I do like to smoke barbecue, barbecue, you know, I got a smoker out back, one of those pellet smokers. And, uh, I like it. it, it works really well, now that I know it's nuances. And one of the nuances used to drive me nuts, was I'd give me a bag of pellets and I, I pour in the chute, you know, where it holds all those pellets. I pour 10, 15, 20 pounds in there and uh, says it can hold it. Says it can hold up to 40 pounds, I think. But when I loaded it up like that, it seemed to clog up where, it, you know, the spindle thing wouldn't push those pellets through. And I'd have to get out there and play with it. I'd go out, check the meat and or the temperature on the smoke, and it had dropped down to 150 or something. And then I'd have to get in there and play with it, get the pellets feeding again. And, and what I learned was uh, – if I just keep enough pellets in there to keep the fire going for an hour or two, instead of, you know, loading it up, it, it works. It works fine. Then, uh, not, not, uh, it's a pit boss. Pit boss is what it is. But, uh, maybe a, a, a month or two after we got it, the digital display, there's a plastic cover on it. And that plastic cover started peeling off. And I contacted pit boss and they said, hey, no problem. They sent me a new one. And I thought, well, this is still working. So if it's still working, why why change it out? You know, change it out when it don't work anymore. So I thought, I'm going to put this up where, you know, I'll have it. So if it ever quits working, I can get out there and put in the new one. Well, guess what? I have no idea where I put it. You ever done that? <laughs> it's going to show up someday. But as of today, I have no idea where it is. And anytime anything goes missing, that's the running joke around my house. It's it's with that digital display we can't find. It ran off. Anyway, it is what it is. All right, uh, this is Freight Broker TV. You can find our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Matter of fact, the Saturday morning podcast, if you're not watching on YouTube, our YouTube channel, which is Freight Broker TV, uh, you can go to the website, FreightBrokerTV.com, and you can go to the live stream, and it will, you can watch it from that page. Matter of fact, the video that we do on YouTube, the, the, the live stream, once the live stream's over on YouTube, it's over, but you can still watch it for the rest of the week. If you missed the live stream, you can go to FreightBrokerTV.com. Go to the live stream, and you'll be able to watch it. Now, our clients, Tatoa clients, you have access to the Insider. All of our past live streams, videos, and things. As a matter of fact, the podcasts are, 
well, they, they're all video podcasts. You may be listening using your favorite podcasting app, but our clients get access to the videos. And, man, do we have a library of them. You know, our uh, past podcasts and live streams and such. You can find that on the FBTV Insider if you're a client. Now, like I said, on Saturday, Q&A day. So if you got any questions you'd like to have answered on our Saturday podcast, our videos, or our live stream, email them to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. We have contact forms on our website at freightbrokertv.com. Skype as well. Uh, just do a search on your Skype for FBTV, and you will find us, and you can send your questions and such to us. All right, the topic today, we're going to be talking about truck lease purchase programs. A lot of, a lot of talk about those over the years. Matter of fact, some companies have been sued over it. We'll talk about those. Uh, we'll be talking about those today. That's going to be the topic of the day. Fuel prices going down. Woo-hoo, boy. <laughs> I read an article this morning before we started the podcast. About, uh, I don't know, one of these websites, one of these quote-unquote uh, transportation news websites. And some knucklehead that wrote the article, he was touting how the fuel prices are going down, how energy department, uh, they, they, they expect the fuel prices to drop even lower, <laughs> you know, and hold through the duration of the summer. And lower is going to be around five-something uh, five a gallon. And uh, <laughs> they, they had a com somebody commented on the article. It was like, you nut. You really think, f you know, uh, you should be proud of reporting fuel prices are going down and are planning to hold steady around $5 a gallon for the summer? <laughs> I, get, I felt the frustration. I, I, you know, how can you, how can you write a positive article about fuel prices dropping to $5 a gallon and holding throughout the summer and, and feel good about it. I mean, you know, no, we, we should. we, <laughs> You know, what was fuel a year ago? Two by, uh, three some a gallon? It wasn't that long ago. Fuel was, diesel was under $3 a gallon. And now we got to put up with the... Uh, I don't know where this guy's at. I really don't. I mean, he's our president. I respect the office. Love our country. But come on. 15% ethanol? Is that what he's doing? Where'd he go? I thought I had it wrote down here somewhere. Maybe I don't. Cause I, I, I started at it to what we were going to talk about today, but I shook my head. Uh, anyway, I saw it the other day. Anyway, it's... Uh, yeah, I got it wrote down here somewhere, don't I? I thought I did. Yeah, fifteen percent ethanol. Anyway, president's planning to allow the sale of gasoline with fifteen percent ethanol. Woohoo! Also known as unleaded eighty-eight. Now I've read, I found some articles talking about, yeah, it's not bad for your car, not bad for your motor. And I tell you this, you leave it in a lawnmower any length of time, and that lawnmower won't start. Comes up the works, man, and you're not going to get uh, good fuel mileage either. 
this is all about that go green stuff. We're being force fed to go green. Hey, I'm not, I'm not opposed to energy savings and things like that, but, uh, you know, come on. Common sense, but anyway, neither here nor there. Okay, it's April 13th, two days. Well, April 15th is Friday. If you haven't filed your taxes yet, you have till Monday, holiday Friday. Don't get that. The IRS extended it to April 18th because of Good Friday. They may have called it something else. But the post office is open on Friday. Go figure. Friday's, Good Friday is not a legal holiday for the post office. Every other day is. What about the banks? I bet my bank will be closed on Friday. They don't miss a chance to take advantage of those holidays. <laughs> Black Tie Day, we're closed. <laughs> you know, happy Black Tie Day, whatever it might be. Anyway, it's April 13th. No, I, I, I paid my taxes yesterday, sent them off. You know, you know what I don't understand, okay? Your taxes are due. Uh, you know, you're, uh, well, April 15th, we use that date just because that's the date we all know and love so well. But you got your taxes due, you got to, you know, on that date. And if you do quarterlies, you, your, your first quarterly is going to be due that date too. So you're getting hit twice. Thank you, IRS. Anyway, it is what it is. Then you got state. I had to send all those off yesterday. I always send them off certified mail. Yeah, I trust the government. <laughs> I send them certified mail. I threatened to send them registered mail, make somebody sign for them. But what if they didn't? What if they didn't return them? Then I'd be then I'd be up a creek without a paddle, wouldn't I? All right, today's April thirteenth. It's uh, middle of the week, hump day, as many like to call it. It's downhill from here. Today is Make Lunch Count Day, Peach Cobbler Day, Scrabble Day, and it's also Bookmobile Day. You remember back when you were a kid, the Bookmobile? I remember when I was a kid, we used to, one day a week, we'd, but the library wasn't, you know, a few blocks from our school, and, and we'd walk over there one day a week, you know, spend an hour or two to walk back. It was fun. We had a good time. Then the bookmobile started, and the bookmobile started coming by the school. And that was all right, but it wasn't as much fun as going to the library. Matter of fact, I was, uh, my wife and I, we watch Wing Calls the Heart. And uh, it just became one of those staples that we watch together. And it's a pretty good show. If you've never seen it, check it out. What, Hallmark? I don't, I don't know. Where, no, is it? I don't know, I DVR it. But anyway, uh, one episode we was watching the other day, Elizabeth wanted a wagon built with walls and shelves to be a mobile library. And I told my wife before they got to it, I go, yeah, she wants it for a bookmobile. Sure enough, <laughs> the first bookmobile. All right, back to fuel prices. Diesel is down. That's where I was going a minute ago before I got sidetracked on that unleaded 88 Y'all can do what you want, but I would not put that in my vehicle to save my life. I just wouldn't do it. Matter of fact, my, my truck, ah, let's talk about that for a moment. If you know any, if you, if you are, uh, if you pay attention to the weather or anything like that, or news or whatever, you know, storms, we got hit Monday. 
It's that time of the year here in Arkansas where I'm at. Tornadoes, tornado sirens, thunderstorms. Well, we got hit. We got hit Monday. And uh, tornadoes, tornado sirens, no tornado damage that I'm aware of in, in my neck of the woods here in Fort Smith, Oklahoma-Arkansas border. But my wife and I, we were standing on the back patio. The tornado sirens uh, were going off. And I know some of you, you're like, why were you standing outside with the tornado sirens going, eh, it's, it's, it's an Arkansas thing. <laughs> and uh, uh, because it, 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 the tornado sirens going off here, it's like, a, you know, at this time of year, it, it's pretty normal. You know, they go off quite often. But uh, it started hailing. No tornado, no wind, but the sirens were going off. We could hear them. They, you know, the siren was actually over in Oklahoma. We could hear it. And it started a little peace ice hell. I thought, oh, man, no, 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 no. But I was pretty comforted because we don't, we, we don't get the bad hell. Last time we got really big, you know, the softball-sized stuff was back uh, six years ago, back in 2016. It was, it was pretty bad. Anyway. Anyway, tornado sirens went off. It quit hailing there for a moment. I thought, dodge that bullet, and here it comes. Golf ball size hail, marble, golf ball, baseball. The next thing you know, the big ones, the softballs. And it just covered the yarn. My wife took videos. I should have. I should have. Maybe I'll have that for Saturday. Put the video up, show you what I'm talking about. So my truck, her car, my boat was covered. I was worried it was going to have a cover on my boat, and I was worried it was going to rip the cover apart, but it didn't. But man, did it, uh, it looks like somebody took a ball-peen hammer to my truck and uh, to my wife's car. Insurance, baby, insurance. But uh, go from there. And the roof. So Monday it hit. Yesterday, it was <laughs> yesterday. In our neighborhood, uh, roofing com companies from the three-state area, you know, all from all over the place. I mean, they were in our neighborhood, door-to-door. -door. They were everywhere. It was like a parade of roofing companies, roofers, you know, trying to get business done. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking about putting a steel roof on our house. We'll see. Probably when they tell me how much it's going to cost, I'm saying, no, thank you. Yeah, let's 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 not do that. Anyway, fuel prices. Fuel prices are down a whole seven cents a gallon this week, down to five oh seven. Come on, five oh seven for diesel. Give me a break. Gasoline's down eight cents a gallon, four oh nine. Uh, you know, there's nothing to there's nothing to brag about. I'll tell you that right now. That's that's pretty sad. Now we gotta we got. Uh, Oh, I've got to remind you, too, going to be doing this till next month. 72-hour road check if you're a driver, May 17th, 17th through 19th. Put that on your calendar. You don't want to mess that up. Spot rates from last week. Looking at those, van is down 1.8%. Flatbed spot rates down 0.4%. Reefer refrigerated down 1.8%. Spot rates uh, compared to last month. Van rates are down 12 cents, down to 290 Flatbed's up seven cents, up to three forty-six, and refrigerated down sixteen cents, down to uh, three twenty-four. These are averages and per mile. 
pretty much all norm. A lot of this, okay, if you didn't see the podcast from Saturday, if you didn't see it, matter of fact, go go watch it. Matter of fact, we got the video up just from the topic, and it's a long one, boy. It took up about the whole podcast the other day, Saturday morning. That's why we didn't do a Q&A. And uh, it was it was talking about spot rates. How people were saying spot rates are dropping, even though fuel's going up. You know, fuel surcharge is going up. Spot rates are dropping. And something about that article that I I, I was speaking about the other day, it, it just got under my skin. I was like, come on, we're you know it's deja vu all over again. Anyway, go back and watch that too. It's on YouTube, or you can listen to it on your favorite podcasting app. All right, let's talk about the truck uh, lease purchase programs. That's topic of the day. Topic of the day, trucking lease purchase programs as offered through trucking companies. Now, before we go forward, yeah, this is the uh, FBTV podcast. Hear it on your favorite podcasting app. Again, Saturday mornings, live on uh, YouTube, video, live stream, YouTube. My name is Mike. I'm the lead consultant for Taltoa. You can check us out at Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. If you're thinking about getting into the transportation industry, starting your own freight brokerage, maybe wanting to become a freight broker agent, you're a trucking company thinking about starting your own brokerage, having that extra stream of revenue. Maybe you're a brand new consulting uh, or a brand new uh, freight brokerage and you're having issues. You could use some help consulting. Check us out, Taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. If you'd like to talk to me yeah, about any of the packages or you have questions, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838. All right. Now, FMCSA seeks applicants for truck leasing task force. Now, before we get into that article about what they're doing, truck lease purchase has been around for a long time. Matter of fact, that's how I started my trek into being an owner-operator and eventually getting a small fleet. I started as a lease purchase through a trucking company. I did a lease purchase through a trucking company. There has been some bad programs out there. And there's been some pretty good ones. You know, generally the purpose of the lease purchase is to make it easy on somebody to take that step out of being a company driver, have their own truck, and be able to make more money if they manage their business correctly. And more times than not, a lot of these newbies, the new guys getting into this, they won't. They, they get an influx of money because, yeah, they're making more money, but they forget about breakdowns. <laughs> you know, they, they forget about repairs on the road. They forget about having to buy new tires. They forget about stuff like that. And then when something happens, it's over. Or they got to get a loan. Or whatever it might be. Now, a lot of people... Sorry, I got to... There we go. A lot of people, when they start having issues... Instead of taking responsibility for what they didn't do, or maybe what they did do, they blame the trucking company where they have the lease purchase. 
And the next thing you know, it's just bad. It's bad. Now, there are obviously bad lease purchases out there. I mean, go back a few years. Uh, who was it? Aero Trucking out of Tulsa. When they went belly up a few years ago, people had a lease purchase and come to find out the, the guys that were doing a lease purchase, <laughs> they they were uh, working on buying a an already leased vehicle. In other words, the uh, Aero Trucking didn't own it. And that's kind of how it is with most of them, I would think. But they know by the time you get to the point to where you can pay it off, they will have the title. So that's why how they're able to give it to you if you stay that long. And I'm sure that uh, if somebody did this research, I would bet maybe 5 to 10% of these lease purchase operators ever end up actually getting the title to their truck. They stayed the three years, five years, whatever it might be. <clears throat> Matter of fact, a lot of them, a lot of them that have completed, they uh, trade their truck in on another truck for a lease purchase, which I don't get that. Get the title, go buy a truck. You got a down payment. You know, trade the truck in. Right now, used trucks are, are just stupid money. You know, stupid money. I mean, the cost of you, because they can't, they're not manufacturing enough new trucks. There aren't enough new trucks out there on the market for people to get. So they're, you know, well, what it what it amounts to too is a lot of the trucking companies haven't been trading in their older equipment. They haven't been trading up. So taking a lot of the uh, trucks off the market. So there's, you know, supply and demand thing. But anyway, people have yelled enough. There's been issues with lease purchase, and Mayor Pete. Well, they're, 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 by golly, they're out to fix the trucking industry. And have you ever noticed there was, there's never been anything really wrong with the trucking company or trucking industry until the government gets involved? I mean, yeah, there should be rules and regs. Yes, I agree with the logbook. I believe that, you know, it should be regulated somewhat. Don't care for the ELDs. I think the 10-8 rule, the way it used to be, was a lot better than what they got now. The only thing, the only thing they need, they would have, they needed to add to the 10-8 rule back in the day, before we got into this 11-hour thing, uh, was 34-hour restart. That's the best thing they've done with the uh, logbook. They could have kept the 10-8, 34-hour restart. Everybody would have been happy. But no, and they still keep trying to tweak it. They'll never get it right. And it's just like anything else. You know, every time we get a president, one president's doing a good job, then we get another president. I'm not talking about Trump, Biden. I'm not talking about Obama. I'm not talking about anybody. It's just the way it is anymore. We get a president. Things start going the right way. They leave office. We get another president. Uh, they, they just can't be happy with the way things are. they got to put their fingerprints on everything. And no matter if it's good or bad, you know, it's got it, there's a wrong way, right way, and the new president's way. That, it, it just boggles my mind. I think it does the whole country, to be honest with you. But anyway. Anyway, FMCSA seeks applicants for truck leasing task force. Okay, they got a task force for this. Now, when I, the truck leasing task force has nothing to do with PACCAR or... You know, companies that actually do lease trucks. We're talking, this is specifically for 
trucking companies, you know, doing the lease purchase type programs. Anyway, FMCSA has issued a request for applications or applic- you know, applications to serve on the agency's truck leasing task force that will examine the fairness of lease and lease purchase agreements among motor carriers, leasing companies, owner-operators, and trade drivers. The provision tucked in the bipartisan inf- tucked in tucked in that's that's not my words that's what the article says tucked in the bipartisan infrastructure funding law enacted November fifteenth calls for the appointment of a wide-ranging task force of no more than ten members. FMCSA said it is a- accepting applications through May sixth. So if you want to be on this task force. Yeah, knock yourself out. I'm sure you can go to the FMCSA website and follow the links. I see. The task force will be instrumental in expanding our understanding of the financial impacts of truck leasing and will reinforce our commitment to quality of life and safety for professional truck drivers. That's according to the FMCSA Acting Administrator Robin Hutchinson. She also says we ask those who are interested in joining to reach out so we can better support CMV drivers together, commercial vehicle, commercial motor vehicle drivers. The truck leasing task force represents one of the important actions the, this administration is taking to improve the trucking industry. Yeah, Mayor Pete talking there, can you tell? America's truck drivers need and deserve fair leasing agreements. And this will help ensure that leasing is above board. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. The task force charter runs through February 11th, 2024. And they're going to screw it up. They're going to make it so hard that a lot of people that could have been owner-operators start could have started with the lease purchase. They're not going to be able to. Lease purchase program is a great learning ground for somebody wanting to test the owner-operator waters. And it's kind of also been one of those things that uh, has hurt, I'm not going to say the industry, but has hurt some owner-operators chance at ever having success as an owner-operator because they get these false ideas in their head and anyway let me go back to I'll go over all what I'm saying here in a minute but going back to uh, the lease purchase program being good for somebody wanting to test the owner-operator water Unless the contract for that lease purchase says that no matter what, you're on the hook for five years, no matter if you quit, give it the truck, do whatever, it's going to be hard to find one of these deals that isn't isn't uh, good for somebody. Whenever I enter the lease purchase, and anybody, if you're a driver out there, a company driver, you're thinking about a lease purchase, yes, I wholeheartedly recommend it, but I also recommend it so that you understand going in that you will probably never get the title to that truck. you got to know that going in. Accept it. You're not going in to get the title. You're going in to get the experience. If you're doing it that way, 
that will help you down the long run because your goal should be to go to the truck dealership and buy the truck. But to be able to do that before you even think about doing that, you need to understand the business. And there's no better way to do that than become an owner-operator. As a company driver, yeah, you may hear about, you know, taxes, the running fuel, IFTAs, permits, insurance, blah, 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 blah. You know, what is it, 2290s, stuff like that. You may hear about all that, but until you start experiencing it, start paying for this stuff yourself, it's your money you're putting in that fuel tank. It's your money paying for the repairs. Until you start to understand the business and get experience in the business, it's really going to be hard for you to ever be successful if you went out here and bought your own truck. <clears throat> Talked about this the other day a little bit, cost per mile. If you're an owner-operator, you have got to know what it costs you per mile to run that truck, what kind of money you got to make to be able to be uh, in the black. Same thing with the uh, lease purchase. Lease purchase, you're you're not you're you're making what that company's paying other owner operators that may own their own truck. You you are an owner operator. You just got to make payments back to the trucking company out of what you earn. And generally, what they're doing is taking that money out of your weekly settlement. At least that's how it always worked with me. Then whatever was left, you better take a little bit and put aside for breakdowns. Repairs, tires. You know, if you know your cost per mile, if you know your cost per mile, you know, I'm talking truck payment, uh, the whole nine yards, when you get that down pat, now you know how much you're making that you can put in your pocket as income. Everything else, you've got to bank it because it's going to be going out. It's already spent. <clears throat> like when I was, when I was driving, I, I knew that my tires were costing me one penny per mile. That was the cost on my tires, one cent per mile. So however uh, many miles I drove, one cent per mile, and that, that's loaded or empty, one cent per mile had to be put aside for when I needed to buy new tires. Maintenance cost, you know, your preventive maintenance, your oil changes, things like that, that all works into it. Anyway, when you get to the point you can figure out your cost per mile, now you now you know. You've you can you, you got a handle on the operation and it's it's not going to happen overnight. You gotta you gotta figure this out. Some of it you're going to be able to figure out pretty quick, but it may take you a couple of months to be able to act, get the actual cost per mile. So you got to be real careful. You gotta gotta mind your p's and q's. You got to really, you know, hold that money tight. Make your payments. Do what you got to do. Get out there, run the miles. Make your money. And today with the ELDs, that's a little bit tougher. But a lot of these trucking companies, they are paying more to owner operators. And company drivers. Matter of fact, uh, Walmart, their company drivers, they're going to up their pay to $110,000 a year. Right now, they've been at, what, eighty five to start? It's a pretty big boost. Back when I started driving, that was, you know, uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, $100,000 a year. As a company driver? Wow. You know, you, you, were, you had to be an owner-operator. To even think about that kind of money, but it, and that would be gross income. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Now, what happens with a lot of these people? They get in that truck lease purchase, and they go into it. They expect to own that truck someday. 
five years, three uh, three to five years, even if you got a three-year lease purchase, you know, three to five years, that is a lifetime for a driver to be at one trucking company. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm not saying it's not done. I'm just saying uh, drivers have a tendency to jump around a lot. Why? Simply because moods, attitudes, home time, whatever it might be. You know, it's just human nature kind of thing. You know, they're in that same truck. They, they you know, driving a truck. You know, this, this is something I, I talk about when I'm working with the client. You know, you got to understand the driver. They're in that truck for days, weeks, months at a time. A lot of drivers, that's home. You know, it's boring behind that wheel. You know, get they get somebody on the phone. I'm not knocking the drivers because I used to do the same thing. Get somebody on that telephone, man, you're ready to have a conversation. You can talk about anything. And you want to talk about anything because driving that truck is boring. Yeah, in the beginning, it's, you know, you romanticize it, but you find out real quick it's boring. You know, you drive a truck a 1,000 miles, 999 of those miles, boredom maybe one mile of something interesting and yeah you know i'm i'm kind of exaggerating here but you get the idea so they jump ship they go to a different company just to break the boredom break the monotony then when they jump ship they usually look back and go why did i, why did I do that you know i like my other company i knew their routine i knew where places were it was easier and i got to start all over again Stress level will go up. <clears throat> but anyway, what happens with the lease purchase? The drivers get into the lease purchase, and they get mad, and they quit, and they walk away. And when the driver that is in a lease purchase with the trucking company walks away, they walk away from the truck. They have broken the lease. The truck reverts back to the trucking company. So the driver, they're out on their own. They have no truck. That kind of irritates them, too, because they're thinking, I paid. I paid for that truck. Well, you leased the truck while you were there, if you want to get right down to it. You wouldn't have purchased the truck till the last payment was made on that lease. <clears throat> you made your money while you were on that truck. But anyway, they, they quit. They move out, move on. And they said, man, I, I never want to go through that again. Instead of doing a lease purchase, I am going to go out here and buy me a truck. And they do. They buy the truck. Now they have that ownership. And they lease on as an owner-operator, but this time they know... When they get ready to quit, the truck goes with them. The truck is theirs, period. <laughs> well, they get in there and they start watching the load boards and truck stops. They start hearing people talking at CB. They talk to the drivers or whatever. And they hear what brokers are paying. Then, you know, as they're going down the road during that boredom, the wheels are turning. You know, if I bought a trailer... And I got my own authority. I could use a broker as a dispatcher. 
and make more money than I am now. In theory, and that's what happens. Then the next thing you know, you've got thousands of owner-operators with their own authority with one truck using a broker for all their loads, and then you get $5 a gallon fuel prices, and they wonder why they can't make money. Because they're using a broker as a dispatcher. Even if you've got one truck, you got to have your own customer. Because with that one customer or two customers, whatever you need to be able to keep that truck running profitably, you're getting 100% of the load. Now, even with one truck, no, you're not going to be able to go in and, uh, you know, sit across the table and negotiate a contract. But you're going to be able to work on a transactional contract basis. In other words, you can set up with a shipper. And as you wish to take one of their loads, you're getting 100% of that load. There's no broker involved. See what I mean? So you're right there alone. You're making 10, 20, 25% more on that load than you would have if you went through a broker. You get the idea. There's nothing wrong with the lease purchase. Yeah, you need to get the bad apples out of it. But the government coming in and stepping on it, I think that's going to hurt us in the long run. Because there are good business people, business minds out there that have been able to get into the lease purchase, build their company up, you know, step out of it, get their own truck, and learned how to operate, be a business person on the trucking side of the industry, and be successful. I think what's going to happen with this truck leasing task force, anytime the government gets their fingers in something, they tend to screw it up. Trucking's a great example of that. But uh, they're going to come across here and they're going to end up passing laws or rules or regs for this stuff that's going to make it so tough. A lot of tr uh, trucking companies that are doing lease purchase now, they're going to back away. Why bother? One of those deals, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. My name is uh, my name is Mike. Yeah, we know that. Sorry, I write down. Got to write down some times here. Uh Happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. You know, one thing I notice when we talk about birthdays and such is that some days it's just packed with celebrities, actors and artists. And other days, nothing. This is one of those days that's pretty much packed. Thomas Jefferson, born on this day back in 1743. F.W. Woolworth. Yeah, that Woolworth. Five and dime. I used to love going down on the avenue when I was a kid. Mom would park me at the diner section of the Woolworth. And she'd go shopping. She'd go walking the avenue. I'd be there. They'd feed me open-faced turkey sandwiches and pop. And I was just a little tyke. And I remember the waitresses just flirting with me. Well, you know, I was a kid. Don Adams, Maxwell Smart, born on this day back in 1923. Lyle Wagner from the Carol Burnett Show, born on this day back in 1935. Wally, Chi Wally, leave it to Beaver Wally. Tony Dow, born on this day back in 1945. Ron Perlman, Beauty and the Beast, Hellboy, Sons of Anarchy, born on this day back in 50. Bill Sadler, William Sadler, Die Hard 2, Roswell, Iron Man 3. He's born on this day back in 1950. And little Ricky Schroeder. Remember that kid on Silver Spoons? 
NYPD Blue. Yeah. Kind of cocky on that show. I didn't care too much for the character. But anyway, he's always going to be little Ricky Schroeder. I don't care. He's 52 today. How about that, huh? 19, or 1796, the first elephant arrives in America for an exhibition. I wonder if Jack Black was involved. What was that movie, King Kong? <laughs> this day back in 1970, a lot of you will remember this. It uh, turned the country upside down. Everybody was worried for several days. Matter of fact, they made movies about it. While on the way to the moon, a liquid oxygen tank burst on Apollo 13 crippling the craft, threatening the crew's lives. They made it back four days later, but uh, that happened today, back in 1970. Another great idea the government had, reintroducing the uh, $2 bill in 1976. I think my wife has a few of those. And on this date, back in 1997, Tiger Woods became the youngest person to win the Masters. Yeah, that was back in uh, 1997. All right, anything else we want to talk about before we... Uh... Yeah, we got a quick recall here. It's not too many trucks, but let's let's uh, get this taken care of. Western Star Tractors, uh, electric Mack trucks recalled. Looks like the... Uh, it's just a small number, though. Uh, 13 model year 2023 Western Star 4900 trucks. The inversion valve airlines could have been installed incorrectly, potentially reducing braking performance. Dealers will inspect and repair the airlines for free. I don't know why they put that in there. It's, of course, it's going to be for free. Uh, if you got one of these trucks, contact Domler at 800-547-0712, recall number FL-924NHTSA's recall number 22V-205. And Mac, recalling about 33 model year 2023 Mac LR electric trucks due to an issue with the power steering. The recall states that during certain driving maneuvers, certain driving maneuvers, the power steering system may lose pressure, causing a loss of power steering assist. I guess it's an electric truck. Sounds like an electrical issue to me. <laughs> don't know the company has no clue they don't know they, they don't have any fix for this but you can contact max customer service at 800-866-1177 recall number sco434 nthsa's recall number is 22v-204 but anyway that's that's uh that's that kind of crazy huh we don't know what it is don't know what's calling it but by golly we're doing a recall and you'll just have to live with it. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's Wednesday, April 13th. Don't forget, April 18th. Taxes have to have to be in the mail, have to be postmarked. Isn't that the way it works? Postmark. Make sure you get that April 18th postmark to avoid any penalties. All right, go have a good day. Good Wednesday, the rest of it. We'll be back Saturday morning. Oh, I want to remind you, too. Uh, check out the uh, FreightBrokerTV.com website. We got the new uh, FBTV podcast mug available. It's pretty cool. It's wraparound. Check it out. You'll uh, well. Matter of fact, if you look right down here, we got a banner up telling you about it. But you can find that uh, on our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. All right, go have a good Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans, 
If I don't see you before Saturday, well, I guess I just won't see you. Take it easy.